What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Zoobcast, episode 37, coming at you. Adam here with Louie, and Josh is back. Josh is back from Punta Cana. Josh, you want to tell us about your trip? Absolutely. Um, took, a, took a flight. Yeah. I got there. That's how, you, that's how you got there. Our driver to get to the resort was insane. I think it was going 150 to 160 on the highway. Nice. Just swerving. Almost hit a cyclist twice. Different yeah. cyclist, but sure. yeah. Uh, got us there in 15 minutes instead of 20 so i mean saved us five minutes but whatever very fun trip um it's coming to my attention that i believe i may have consumed a little bit of the local water thankfully okay. <laughs> i did not feel the effects of that until i got home but um let's just say yeah, i've been in the bathroom a lot um so if you guys ever go central america just make sure you're not drinking the water unless they say it's filtered from the tap there you go i Life didn't lessons. drink any but I think I accidentally, without thinking, I was super tired and I brushed my teeth with the water from the tap. Mm, yeah. That uh, was enough. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's a it's good travel advice. Good travel yeah, advice. That, that's Josh my child. I'll give another one next episode. Yeah. It's a new segment. Josh Glazer's <laughs> travel advice starts the episode off every time. That's that's the Central American version. Um, I'm going again later this summer, so I can give you more. Where are you going? More travel advice. I'm going to Punta Cana. <laughs> Again? <laughs> Why? Well, I went with my girlfriend. We just came back, but I went with my family in July. So okay, uh, different different resort. But you can see see uh, if you drink I'll the water. More that time. advice. Yeah, maybe I'll be used to it. Mm-hmm. My, my my system can handle it next time. We'll see. I'll keep you guys updated. I think you should just keep going to like the same place, just different resort every time. Then we just have like a resort battle every other episode. Yeah. Yeah, I can rank them. Like I could just make like a, a blog just about Punta Cana resorts. That's it. We will not be. Else. We're not going to be funding any part of this trip, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, this is not a podcast about travel advice, unfortunately. So we're going to move on. But uh, we're glad Josh is back. Big trio, back together again, reunited. Um, obviously, since Josh has left, Josh, I don't know if you heard. Um. But the Stanley Cup final is starting tomorrow. Is it really? Well, yeah. like, we, like we said, there's no Wi-Fi. In exactly. Yeah. Make a train new. So. Do you know the teams that are playing? Ooh. You know the two teams? I do. You know why? Because I saw PR underscore NHL post. It is the first ever Stanley Cup final <laughs> between two teams that don't end in the letter S. Yeah. There you go. And Avalanche. There you go. That's a little so fun that's... tidbit. But... Yeah, there you go. That's your um, Stanley Cup final. Lightning and S. So... Adam, um, do you mind? I, I'm sure you checked. Could you remind us what we said for our series predictions? Oh, geez. For the conference final? I think we said Colorado in five, right? Yeah. Instead of four. Yeah. I thought that, so that was Edmonton would win at home. They did yeah. Obviously. So that was pretty they came close. close. Yeah, that was pretty close. And, and then, then I we, believe we did say Tampa. We I did think. say Tampa. Because yeah. I couldn't put myself in the shoot. Like, oh, I yeah. Congratulations. The Rangers are out. Good, good. Congrats, Josh. It wasn't looking that. good, man, when they went down Tuesday. I know. I know. But, you know, Vasilevsky decided he, like, he remembered how to play again. That little stretch where he forgot, but he remembered. And then, boom, it was easy. Do you think, uh, you think Capo Caco should have been scratched in game six? 
Oh. I have no clue because I make sure not to watch the Rangers, so I couldn't tell couldn't tell you how good he was playing. But okay. I did. I, I would say that the quote was really funny. We were trying yeah. to win a game, but also we think he's going to be in our top six next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then That's proceeds to play. What confidence. is it like? Ryan Reeves and Dryden Hunt instead. Ryan Reeves, literally. Yeah, These guys are awful. Um, but but yes, we will not have to talk about the Rangers for like four months. Until so it's like a huge Josh trade with them, and then we have to like talk about them again. What if the yeah? What if the Sands get Dryden Hunt? Oof. It's gonna be a big one. Um, but yeah, the Rangers are out. Rangers lose to the Lightning in six games. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche sweep the Oilers, and that is that's your final, man. And listen, all things considered, it's a pretty good final. I'm not complaining. Oh, uh, definitely. Get to see some Nick Paul content, which will be great. Get to see some more Kale McCart and Nathan McKinnon content, which is always great. Um, so let's, let's break this down here. Uh, Josh has been talking a lot. So Louie, I'll go to you. Um, yeah, no, please. Yeah. It's a podcast. You're not supposed to talk. Um, Louie, what do you got here, man? What's, what's, what's your thinking at Colorado can't be stopped. Yeah. I, I still think it's going to be the avalanche. First of all, I'm just grateful we get to see a cup final like this. It feels yeah. like every last year for the little bit, we've gotten one of those, like, I won't say bad teams because obviously no, they're, they're bad. The finals. Yeah, you're right. The Habs bad last year. Yeah. Um, but no, it's nice to see two like legitimate powerhouses face off. And yeah, I while I do think Colorado's probably gonna win just because like you, they both listen. They both have great decors and offense, but Colorado has probably the best defenseman in the entire league in Kale McCarr, and him and. Uh, Dev- Devontae's have just been absolutely ridiculous. These playoffs are shutting down opposing teams and generating offense. It's been such a treat to watch. And then their forward core is, they, they like there's depth all throughout and they have Arturi Lekkanen. So that's, that's really what matters. That's, that's from what we've seen over the last couple <laughs> yeah, of playoff runs. Seriously. Um, it's a fair point. They're, they're built quite well. There's no way around it. Josh, if the lightning are going to win, what is going to have to happen for them? Is it going to have to be the Vasilevsky show for that to be successful? Yeah. I mean, Braden Point's coming back too. So right that's going to be like, huge. I mean, they said he's hopeful for tomorrow. Like what I just read was hopeful, but apparently it was like he had a huge smile on his face all practice. Right. So to me, that's like he's probably. In and the, the Avs, remember, Kadri's out indefinitely. Um, I don't know how much yeah. that's going to well, affect them. So I don't know if you guys saw, like when he got injured, someone, I guess there was like an Instagram post and it was like he could be out for the whole playoffs and he commented on it yes, like yeah, yeah. yeah we'll see like okay. if, like he was trying to hit like he was coming back right so i mean we'll see like it could t- maybe he just joking or maybe it's worse than they thought at first but possibly comes back i still think like the abs are just insane we talked i talked about this a couple series ago i think about how it doesn't matter what goalie the abs face like they're just able to pour it on like yeah. It doesn't matter if they're getting stopped. Like, they'll still put up 40, 45 shots. So, I think against Vasilevsky, that's really important. I want Colorado to win, even though I like Tampa. So, I'll have to choose them just for my own conscience. Well, yeah, it's, it's fair. I don't know. Like 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 Louis said, I think the thing that I'm most focused on is, like, it's going to be fun. This is going to oh, be, yeah. like, High really teams. good. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm trying to find out a team to, like, cheer for. Like, it's more fun when you're, like, cheering for one of the teams in the final i don't particularly like or dislike either of the teams like i'm pretty neutral um but i'd like to see nick paul win i won't That's lie true. I, I i i can't deny it that would bring a smile to my face if you know nick what paul maybe three, oh, 
If Nick Paul wins a cup, by the way, and he does anything in the finals, he's going to get the biggest payday. He's already getting so much. Any third like, line. Like, yeah, he's, he's already like, going to get too much. It's true. Yeah, and I would say that, you know, if, if Paul's going to get that kind of five years, maybe, you know, four or five years or more, four million even, like, it's just, it probably is good that the Sens ended up moving on. Like, for their sake, they got a good player out of it, and that's just not the type of money they should be giving out to third liners, to be honest. Whether they're a budget team or not, it's just not a super smart thing to do. Yep, I agree. And I think we could all just sit back and watch Nick Paul be good for this playoff run and be happy about it. And then wherever he ends up next year, well, we'll see. Um, but that's everybody's favorite friggin' thing to do on this podcast is predict <laughs> stuff. So... Let's get an official prediction from each of you. Louis, you can go first. What are we what are we thinking in the finals here? Um, I'll go. Actually, you know what? No, stop. Here's what here's what we're gonna do since this is different. I want your winner, how many games, con Smythe, and that's it. I don't need anything else. Just that. Okay. Uh, I'll go Colorado in six. Okay. And con Smythe, I'll think I'll have to go Zoob. Okay, it's an off-the-board pick. For I'll, I'll go Makar. I'll go Makar. There you go. Okay. Josh, you go. I'll say Colorado in five because I can't say six. No, you can't say six. Yeah, good call. Uh, I think Vasilevsky do that thing again where he forgets how to play hockey. So hopefully he doesn't figure it out in those five games. And then um, MVP, again, I was going to say Makar, but I can't copy. I think McKinnon's also really obvious. So I'll say Miko Rantanen wins the consummate. Wow. Okay. Although I don't really know how his playoffs are going so far. So I, don't I, I think that's a good off the board pick though. He could turn it on in the final and just be a beast. Like that's the thing. Like people are already like handing out their consummates. Like what a friggin' like Valerie is a narrative. Well yeah right? like, in like, the what finals. If, what if Valerie Nachushkin scores friggin' three hat tricks in the final and then he gets consummate. Yeah. Like you know so, what I mean? Like yeah Ranton and he's still having an amazing playoff 17 points in 14 games. But I mean the next forward on Colorado is McKinnon at 18. So it's not like not like anyone any other the forwards are also going way are going off way more than them. So yeah, I'll yeah. I'll take that bit for answer. I just so there you go. It's just McCarr with 22 and 14 is so ridiculous. I know. But I don't <laughs> see anyone else. It seems else like the obvious it. pick. I know, I agree, but I they want to copy you. Yeah. Well, you seem to like to copy each like other. That, that was my first. Pick. You like to copy each other in every other friggin' segment we do. Adam, it's because like, we're both smart and we know what we're doing. That's why. Yeah. All right. When, Adam, when there's only two options, it's pretty easy to copy because it's like I'm not just going to go against it just for that, especially because you give obvious over unders. But... Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Flames. That was a deep. That was a deep cut. Uh, it's, not, it's not as good. When you don't respond, man. Got me feeling uh, a little awkward over here. Okay. Well, I hope you go back to Punta Cana and never come back. And we're gonna move gladly, on. honestly, gladly. Okay, okay, man, stop. Next, next freaking topic. That Just wait little... until after the draft, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Speaking of that, um, well, we'll mention this again in the end. We got a big draft episode next week. Um, yes, sir, the, the boys, excluding me, have compiled their their lists, used their scouting brains, and how are we gonna do it? We're doing the the tough. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna mock draft. Up until the Sens, who are the Sens going to pick? We'll probably and mock then, draft the whole top ten. Honestly, Sens are trading. The Sens are trading for the second overall pick, by the way. So that won't okay. be a long mock draft. Well, 
Thanks. Thanks for that. We'll 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 see. I'm just putting a wrench in all of Adam's plans. I mean, I'm I'm just trying to do my job here. I, I it was so nice when you weren't here. Like me and Louie had such a great episode. It was like making debate. So like, dude, Adam found you. every opportunity to roast you, Josh. It was great. I don't know if you've listened to the episode, but I suggest you do. I'm gonna have to. Jeez. Yeah. You're gonna have to do like a diss track. Get me back. Um, but yeah, draft episode next week. It's gonna be great. You should watch it. Um, listen to it. In fact, but we will we'll talk about that a bit more later. Uh, for now, that is our cup final. Got the abs winning clearly um five or six around that area that would be nice um the Sens are still a team and they're not playing right now but this has been a very interesting media week for the Sens uh a lot of quotes a lot of rumors and Anthony LeBlanc who is what is he the, the president of marketing or something or the what's his official title president of Uh, hmm. hockey operations is it hockey operations i I do not think that's correct no no no. i don't think they have a poho he is is not the ceo yeah he took oh he's the president of business operations okay that's what pobo pobo he's the pobo so this is good i don't care president of business operations pobo anthony leblanc he spoke with tsn 1200 and good quotes and I think of all of those quotes, I think the one that people most took away is that Anna and Olivia Melnick are pushing for a more diverse, better marketing strategy for the Ottawa Senators. And you can see that they did, they've done some stuff uh, for Pride Month, which has been great. And they're doing the goal of the year thing on Twitter, which has been awesome. That's been fun. The set, the, also, shout out Sen's Twitter admin having a great week, just friggin' like ripping it, chopping it up with guys on Twitter, like good tweets, solid, solid. So Talk to an Alfie for the first time. Yeah, yeah well, that's true. nice little segue there. Way to steal my thunder again. But uh, this morning, there was a Twitter account that came out with a video. Uh, it was called uh, Get Alfie in the Hall or something. Was the name of the, the, the Twitter account? What was it? Uh... That's a good question. We never, yeah, it's get, yeah, it's that. Just yeah. get Alfie in the hall. Okay, there you go. And so they put out a video, like a little minute and a half of Alfie history and all the stats and stuff. I believe Craig Badaglia was part of that production. He was possible. He quote tweeted it and he was like, great, you know, super fun working on this with these guys for the last few months. I was like, oh, there you go. So, so people are pushing for this because they've been pushed like every year. It's like, oh, Alfie should get in, like Alfie should get in. But now it seems like this year they're really like doing stuff like a campaign almost, which is great. And yes, the Ottawa Senators brand <laughs> and like group organization is actually talking about it. And they actually are like, you know, saying good things about Daniel Albertson. And they like are encouraging him to get in the hall and they're doing stuff with him. They had the alumni golf tournament. Um it's, I mean, I think he's going to do it. I think this is the year. They, they, it has to be. Everyone's on board. I haven't seen anyone say no on Twitter, at least, even nonsense fans. What do you think, Louis? Yeah, I've been having this argument with, with a friend of mine. I don't know. It's just there's a bunch of guys that also kind of need to get, or maybe don't need, but are in line to get inducted and have had somewhat similar careers. Like, you'll have the Sedin twins that are getting um, getting eligible towards the end of this year. Um, you have Keith Kachuk, who's still there. Uh, is McGilney not even? He got up, in, like, I thought. Who am I thinking? Maybe not. 
I think it's McGillney. I like, thought he got him last year. I'll check. You can check, yeah. But hey, it'd be nice to get our first official, um, like main senator in because the Senate technically have two guys in, or the new version anyway, with Hashek and Hosa, but none of them really, you know, are known for their time here as much. So, I mean, it'd, it'd be a huge accomplishment, but. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I'm hoping because it, it's not a guarantee whatsoever. And and yes, Alexander McGillney has not been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh, so. Rod, Rod Brandamore either, I don't think. So that's another Maybe guy that I'll probably yeah. have ahead. He's in he's in line, is what you're yeah. saying. He's in line. Um, and I think the the stance is like he deserves it, but in oh, relation sure. in relation to the guys that he's battling with, it's like you have to ra- when you have to rank them, it becomes a little. A little foggy. A little I mean, like he's dude. Like if you look at his stats, he totally deserves to. Like he was mm-hmm. third in like the in the 2000 decade in points. He's 35th in like all time league history. Uh, when you adjust for era in terms of points, like 35th. Yeah, it's crazy. That should be worthy, 100. percent Yeah. So hopefully he gets in. Everyone would like to see it. Um, definitely deserves it. But yeah, good content. Good Alfie content. Nice to see Alfie content back. It's been yeah. been too long since we've seen much Alfie content, but that's been, that was, that's been quite refreshing. And yeah, so it sounds like all in all, we're bringing this to a big close here. Positive steps in the right direction. Wouldn't you say from the org, Josh? Yeah, definitely good to see, especially like there was just a lot of question marks. Of course, like nobody wanted immediately the day of, or even the week of jump to the, those kind of questions when uh, Eugene passed away. Mm-hmm. But now it's been probably what has it been two or three months. I think people are just starting to wonder, you know, this is the first summer. There hasn't been an opportunity to make trades or signings yet. But even without that, like, there's some very encouraging signs so far, I think. Yep. And uh, well, while we're on the topic of the Satins and league history, Louis, Louis, you tweeted something today. Uh, yeah. Yes, I did. You want to you want to enlighten our listeners? Maybe you don't follow you on Twitter. Didn't see it. Yeah, um, I don't know. I was just going through random stuff, <laughs> like uh, on the old, like the original Ottawa Senators page, and apparently back in the day, the Ottawa fans would throw lemons toward opposition players. Like for example, when Cy- Frank Cycle and Taylor came back to Ottawa, he was pelted by lemons from the fans and this is by the way this is i think completely intentional wording but i'm going to strip this straight from the article and apparently there's no division between the ice surface and the stands where players used to play so the fans would quote become quite wet in the times when the temperature was warm and the governor general who had a private box seat at the ice's edge is recorded as getting wet from the play and getting his top hat knocked off wow. by a player stick. So very sad. Very sad. There you go. Little 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 auto senators ancient history for you there. Um, but I'm gonna stop you because we have we have some zoo we have some official zoopcast breaking news. This doesn't happen often, it's exciting. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights have hired Bruce Cassidy as their head coach. Just now, reported by Kevin Weeks and David Pegg. It's it's a it's a in our planner. <laughs> yeah, well, and 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 Josh, congratulations! What a beast! Thank you, um, thank you. So listen, like people were like kind of like half-heartedly like Bruce Cassidy's like an Ottawa guy, like Sen should bring him in. 
here's the truth of the matter. The Sens have a coach right now who's under contract. And it's also Bruce Cassidy, who is probably being recruited by half the teams in the league anyway. He goes to Vegas, which I'm not entirely surprised about that fit. Um, Louis, what are your first reactions there on the Bruce Cassidy signing? I mean, I don't, I won't say that I'm too, too surprised. Like, it, it seems like he'd go to a high profile ish market like that. And um, I don't know. It's, it seems like a good move at first. Not too much analysis to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just, I don't really have much to add, dude. I yeah, don't like the, know much about his with... like tactics or anything or that, how that would match with the lineup structure they have in, in Vegas. It's just hard to evaluate coaching hires until they actually play. Right. Yeah. Like face like, value. It seems good. Like sure. sure. He's, he's yeah. a good coach. And we've talked about it last. Was it last episode? I think so. Right before talking about the ring know. of honor, we were saying how yep. he like, it was close. Like he, he was told that he wouldn't be fired apparently by Boston. Well, yeah. And if like things go like literally one goal different in that series against Carolina, then he's probably still with Boston and doesn't get fired. Cause he's, he's been on what, like six straight playoff appearances with Boston. It's not bad. It's pretty good. I think Vegas would be happy to have that. See yeah. if he can reel in Jack Eichel, get him, get him going. But anyway, uh, so there you, there you have it. Bruce Cassidy to Vegas. And I mean, yeah, like there's still like, who needs a coach? Like Tortorella is being linked to Philadelphia, Winnipeg. which is hilarious. Like Trotz is being linked to Winnipeg. Did, did you hear what uh, this brewing yes. company in Winnipeg did? <laughs> I, what what <laughs> happened? They're going to give Barry Trotz free beer if he signs with the, with the Jets. Oh, really? Free beer for I, life if he signs with Winnipeg. Yeah. I'm going over to Winnipeg in like a week and a half. Week and a half. Sorry weeks. about that. And Oh, no, it's going to be great. <laughs> so I'm going to go there and start uh, helping out to get Barry Trotz there. That's, that's go. my mission. Are you going to miss an episode for a vacation? I might. It's relaxing. I doubt I'll have Wi-Fi at the cottage. Yeah, yeah. well, Winnipeg doesn't have Wi-Fi up there. Yeah. Me and Josh me and Josh will do a show and just, just crap talk you for 40 minutes. Can't wait for the Louis uh, and Josh about show. About damn time. Yeah, <laughs> don't need, we just prove that we don't need a host. Yeah, yeah, there we go. We'll do the draft with that. We've done We've had every combination. We've had me and Louis. No, we haven't had me and Josh. Exactly. That's yeah, what I mean. I was, I was oh, saying okay. we've had every conversation oh, okay. except that one. So the oh. only other. So we've had the only yeah. other two possible. Adam, it's only a group of three men. There's Listen, not that yeah. many conversations. I'm just trying to make God, it. I can't wait for the episode. All you do is Adam. shit on me all the time. I just tried to. All make right, can we talk about Matt Murray? Can we just hey, talk about Matt do, Murray? Go, go on, Josh. Talk about Matt Murray. This is just. See, we don't need a host. We just jump into it like this. Matt Murray's getting traded to the Leafs. That's what's happening. Boom, point blank. Oh, you Make a quote out point? of it. That's it. Next point, we're done. No more memory. Yep. No, but um, Adam, you can, you can, you can do it. So I can Matt Murray is Matt Murray's been the, the subject of rumors lately. Um, there was, you know, Frank Saravelli put out his like top buyout candidate list, um, and he was on it. And and you know, the, the Leafs have been in the markets. There was a rumor saying that they you know, maybe not being able to re-sign Jack Campbell might look at the goalie market and is Matt Murray an option. Well, he played with friggin' Kyle Dubas at the Sioux, so clearly he is. Um, but, like, I don't know. Really good contract, too. <laughs> it's a great, yeah, great friggin' contract. Like, what would that trade even look like? I, I don't even know how to structure that. Like, what are you, as Ottawa, trading away this asset, this very troubled and complicated asset? 
what are you are where you get do you have to attach something to that or are you getting something back well what could something look like if they made a trade like do what we do you think it's going to look like the the zaitsev trade of a few years well ago? people were people That's were what I'm worried about. It's like the sends and leafs have swapped so many big contracts they're gonna trade yeah they're gonna retain on murray take on morazic so the money is almost the same and then matt murray is going to take off because he has the pedigree he has the the track record right morazic's track record I mean, I don't I have nothing against Peter Mrazek, but his track record is playing in front of the Carolina Hurricanes defense. Yeah. Really, I don't think you swap. I think Murray is probably has has more potential than Peter Mrazek. So, like, if you're making it, if you're actually trading Matt Murray, it's not for another goalie, I hope. And not that this is this is also a point that both goalies have, but Matt or uh, Peter Mrazek's coming off a pretty injury riddled season with Toronto. Matt Murray has had like three consecutive no injury riddled seasons. So I don't know. Like you're not, you're, it's like, I don't even think like from a Leaf standpoint, why would you do this? Like you're not, I don't even think like you're gaining that much ground. Like you're, you're just swapping a mystery box for another mystery box. Is that really what you want to do? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. cause they both still have two years, right? Sure. I think I don't know. I'm I'm like half asking. I'm not fully sure. <laughs> I think yeah, because Morazic was a three year. Morazic was a three year deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Marazic's you're literally three, just sure. like, and Morazic's like around half the salary. I don't know. It just seems like such a weird trade. It's a really weird rumor that I think doesn't really make any sense. If I'm being completely honest, like what do you I just mean? don't. The Suzanne Marie connection. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Being whatever. a Sens fan, it's like it all just. Yeah, he's the he's still the sleeper inside inside agent. Let me say it. I am a Matt Murray believer. What? Whoa, I don't think whoa, whoa, whoa. I, Where is this coming from? Hold had, on. What? This is, Wait a second. Me, man. This came to me. I, I've been thinking about it a lot lately, ever since his name came up. If, if he can stay healthy, see, here's the, the reason I wouldn't be opposed to trading him is apparently he just hates it in Ottawa. So, like, if you have to trade him, you trade him. But I don't think you could go wrong with just running three goalies and hoping he works out, especially since you're going to get negative value if you trade him. So, that's my, my two cents. And I can well, see both your faces of disapproval. Well, okay. Do you think they would get negative value if they traded him to any team? Yes, because of his contract. Yeah. But do you not think he's getting positive value? I know some people are stupid and probably maybe would, but I, I think at this point, I don't foresee them if, getting If he anything. made four mil, maybe. Yeah, that's right. they just buy him out then? No, no. I think there's two years left. Just take the chance. It's like you have the cap space. Maybe you look at it after this year. If, like, you know, Stutzla contract's coming up. I mean, still then, unless they sign two guys, you're going to have room. Yeah. If there's any buyout no. you're making this year and that... Unless they can of... the max contract. That's true. Yeah. If there's any buyout they need to make and there should be urgency in it, it'd be Colin White, which... No. Nope. Oh, no, I'm saying, listen, if there is one that they'd have to do, it'd be right now yeah. because, like, after this year, the price of the buyout would go up significantly. That's true, yeah. I know what you mean. Well, I don't, we'll just, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, the Matt Murray saga has been complicated and weird, and I don't really think anyone's enjoyed it that much, but we'll see. Oh, we'll see what happens. Well, as much as I'd like to sit around and talk about Matt Murray all day, um, let's not, let's never do that. We're not going to do that. So let's, let's move on here. Um, the draft obviously is coming up. We're going to take care of that next week. Um, but then after the draft, free agency, very important thing that happens every offseason. Um, 
what are the Sens going to do? <clears throat> well, that's a good question because according to everybody online, they're going to get Giroux, Fiala, and like trade back for Evgeny Dadanov. There you go. So that's the that's the master plan. But in all seriousness, they're going to need to do something in free agency. And uh, we'll talk about our personal targets, needs, and everything that we want to happen. Bruce Garriock leaked something the other day that uh, William Carlson of the Vegas School of the Knights is an option for the Sens. Uh, Louie, bit of a bit of a step down from Kevin Fiala at five point nine million dollars for five years for Wild Bill, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, you could like even just looking at his production, it's been going pretty steadily down for the last little bit. And he's what, like 29 or 30 already. He's got five more years at like 6 million. I personally would stray away. It's not really something I would, you know, dive straight into, especially if the, given that there are so many other forward options, but Hey, it'd be the sense don't make a lot of big splashes in free agency. And although this would be a trade, it would at least, you know, send the message that they're actually trying to acquire players to you know start the the compete phase which would be nice i guess yeah josh i know you probably also don't really not a huge fan of william carlson but i I got nothing against william carlson i just don't think he's who the the sense need um like there's just much better free agents and much better probably trade targets if you're gonna like be serious about taking the next step okay well then let's Talk about that, Louie. What are your who? If you have to just off the top of your head, based on what the Sens have said, which is a top six forward and a top four D, who are you targeting? If they have to be free agents, if that's the route they're going to take, who is your who are your two matching free agents for those two positions? I do. Do we count RFAs or no? <laughs> well, really, like, can I just say Fiala? <laughs> like, I dude, I really, really want Fiala. But if we're not, let me hold on. Let me pull up. Um, the answer is getting Malkin, by the way. Yeah, you know what? For like, a, you know, <laughs> just bring Letang, in. Just, yeah, I was about to say, bring in Malkin and Latang for like, like a, one or two three years. years. Yeah, two year, two three years. How old is Latang now? We we literally talked 35. about this in the past. Okay, let's do two years. Let's yeah, two years of Malkin and Latang. That would actually be great. I would not be Everyone opposed to that at all. Sense. Everyone wants to retire as a son. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see. Line is an RFA. Yep. Oh my god, that's gonna be very qualifying offer is huge. Actually, no, I want Patrice Bergeron. I'm sure mm. a lot of other people also want Patrice Bergeron. Here's the here's the thing. Do you think the Sens so when you look at if you sort I'm just I'm at the free agency here and I'm sorted by UFAs of total points. Uh Johnny total Gaudreau points. had 115 points last year for Kachuk, He's an RFA, but yeah, well, you trade okay. for Kachuk, then you can sign Gaudreau. <laughs> Okay, obviously that's a joke, but I think um, like a, talking about the the discussion about top six forward, top four D, I don't know about you guys, I think the Sens should focus on a second top six forward before they focus on a top four D. I agree. They have, a, they have a lot of like prospects that are on the verge of being NHL ready, and I think you just try a couple out there and make it stick. You have Shabbat, Zub, Sanderson's coming in. They have a Nick lot of Holden's bottom four bad. D. Yeah. That they can like yeah. fill in. That's the thing. As the yeah. fourth D man, yeah, exactly. So, and then you can also sign a depth guy. Like, I mean, it's pretty likely. I feel like Delzato's gone, 
maybe Zaitsev is yeah. gone. You know, you just bring in a guy who's maybe a number five and see if he works in a number four. And then you can focus on two top six guys instead and have like a good forward core. Do we think... Oh, wow. The Rangers have Strom and Andrew Kopp, eh? Yep. They're both UFAs. Mm-hmm. I don't want either. I I wouldn't mind Kopp as much if he wasn't going to make a ton, but given yeah, the he's playoff gonna, run... He's going to get overpaid. That's yeah, the thing. That's yeah. the thing. Um, we've like added, I, I've talked about Nachushkin a lot, but I think he's going to get a lot of money too. He's going to get a lot of money. Almost um, certainly. Yeah. Mason Marchment is a UFA, but I don't think he produces as much out of Florida. No, no. I think RFA, a good, a good trade piece could be Dylan Strom. We talked about that earlier, like earlier. We, in the we have talked about him before. Well, yeah. he would have cost like a second rounder, which he'll cost more now. Um, what if I we get both a, Stroms? <laughs> I think an underrated type of guy is Andre Pilat for Tampa. But again, he could cost a lot just because of the playoff pedigree, like just playing, yeah, winning possibly three He's already cups. 31, so it'd be a short-term thing. But I wouldn't be opposed yeah. like at all. I don't think we're getting any of the, the Goudreau, Kadri, like Forsberg would be great, but he's he's going to go for a lot. Um, I wouldn't really mind. Good for Ooh. Kevin Fiala. Yeah, Fiala would be good. Um, can, I, I'm, can I throw out a name? Yeah. Can I throw out Andre Burkowski out of Colorado? I would not mind that at all. Like I think if you're if like I said, if you go for two top six forwards, obviously everyone wants Fiala. So if you started with a guy like that, that'd be amazing. But then I think if you're gonna take a flyer almost on a, a second top six guy, I think Ricard Raquel would be a guy I'd like. Like he has a lot of potential, I think, to put up a lot of goals, which they need outside of Norris. So if he's on your second line, I think that's a, a decent... And he won't cost too much, right? If you're already trading for Fiala, it will cost, you know, seven to eight mil. So that would be my, uh, like, I guess, not really taking a flyer because he's still going to make maybe four million, but that, he's a guy, he's a player I've always liked, so... Do you know who we, else? What, you what's know who sorry, else? what's go, the go, deal go. with Jesper Bratt? Because I know he's an RFA and he just had an incredible season, but I haven't heard anything contract talk wise not sure well, i wouldn't want to do that though just because he broke out and you don't know if he's going to repeat it i'm not saying he's a bad player if, if any devils fans listen to our podcast i just don't know if a, a guy who just put up a point per game ran not randomly just like you know huge breakout if you're ready to offer sheet and pay a ton of money to so what you're saying is we should just sign proven players like David Perron and Riley Smith. Gotcha. They should trade for Jesse Puyarvi, actually. Yes, hundred percent. You know what? I'd be that so would down. be good. Yeah, and they just, apparently they're on Eric Branson, so I think they could do something like you know Nikita Zaitsev for Puyarvi one for one it would work benefit both teams. Ken Holland. I think Ken, man, I think Ken Holland would would probably say yes to that. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Um. Alex Chiasson is a UFA this year. No, Thoughts? no. What about Gabriel Gagne? Is he available? I don't think he does this as a profession anymore, to be honest with you. I, I think he's long gone. Um, Chris Tierney, bring him back. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah, please. That's, that's our yeah. top six forward. One of the forward. two top six forwards, yeah. yeah. Ilya Mikheyev is available. I know a no, lot of people he's have... He's okay, going yeah. to get overpaid. Because I've seen a lot of people mock him we, to Ottawa. We strayed away from, from talking about D... Uh, PK Subban is a UFA. That's what I was. If I knew you were uh-huh. gonna say that. that could be fun. That'd be fun. Imagine. I feel like PK Subban and Brady Kachuk would get along. What about well. Tony D'Angelo? No. Yikes. <laughs> we go to the locker yeah. room. I uh, I don't I don't believe that that's gonna 
it's going to be a smart move. That is the most nonsense what? signing. What? <laughs> yeah, just they just did this whole progressive thing for Pride Month and all that, and then here comes Tony you know, D. rejuvenating and like yeah. making sure the ben locker Chirot? room is. Ben Chirot oh sucks, God, no! Yeah. Oh my Nick lord! Letty? What if they brought in Nick Letty on a one-year deal? <laughs> they could bring back Sands Legend Ian Cole, Anton Strollman. I'm just reading all. Yeah, we're just we're just saying names. You yeah. want yeah. Uh, Mark Stahl? I don't. That'd be great. Curtis Lazar. Curtis Lazar. Bring him back. He's a UFA. Curtis Lazar is a UFA. Ilya Labushkin is a UFA. Zach Sanford. Zach Sanford. Uh, Zdeno Chara is a UFA. Thoughts? Got tons of years left. I'd give him eight years. Uh, yeah. If Seven, he comes sorry, back, then we put him into the Sensring of Honor, Adam. There you go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jumbo Joe UFA. Let's just get all the old guys. You know Let's what? Let's get all the Andy Green. I don't know how he's still playing. He's a UFA. Um, okay, this is where we're getting way off track here. Uh, pretty much what we're saying is we haven't done enough research on this. Cool. And there's a lot of names that the Sens could go after for both forwards and old D. Those are the, the only two categories, essentially. Um, but yes, we definitely said names, and all of them are possibilities. But at the end of the day, I think everybody wants Fiala. So that's hopefully what will happen. It'll be an interesting negotiation there. I just think him and Josh Norris would be such great friends. You know, just yeah. After seeing that, after after seeing that post that he put on his Instagram story about like how like stranded on the highway, like doing an an AMA, and then he got asked like what the problem is, like gassed out, thought I could make it to the next station. Uh, (laughs) need that on the sends. And on that note, I think we're gonna say goodbye. We're saying goodbye because we're ending it before this gets any stupider. Um. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and yes, so next week, big draft episode. We're breaking it all down. Um, and what's great about that is we're gonna we're gonna tell you which player the Sens are gonna pick, and they're gonna pick a player who is ranked about thirty players lower than that player. So this it's fine because we're gonna we're gonna project our second round pick. So that's who we'll take in the first round. So it'll there you go. Yeah. Listen, I I like not even kidding. I really think there's so many players that fit quote unquote the Sens mold. Like that are could, also like good. that are supposed to, yeah, and that are also sure, yes, that are also like projected to go somewhat high. Like I, I don't think you'll still be there, but Cutter Gautier could Marco Casper, even that like if they're going for demon, even Leon Bixel would be hilarious. Um, but you know, there's there's a ton of players that I don't think will be, let's just say as disappointed as we've been in past years. We hope. We hope. Please tune in. We're desperate. We worked hard. Well, yeah. they did. I didn't really do anything. Um, oh, and before we go, uh, big shout out to the women's U18 team yep. Canada for yes. winning gold. Honestly, good shit, man. That was Great I game. fully believe the Americans were going to win in that final. But crazy game. Yep, really, really crazy game. Congrats to them. Um, and yeah, it's a good. That is that is a good place to end it there, Louis. That was nice. We'll say goodbye, and. We will see you guys next week for the draft episode, so be sure to tune in for that. Have a nice rest of your day. Take care, everybody. Bye.